Viewing porn is wrong in the digital age. New research reveals 10 trends. Pornography is not new, but the digital age has made it more ubiquitous and accessible than ever before. The technological realities of smartphones and high-speed internet have fundamentally changed the landscape of pornography, and ushered it into the cultural mainstream where it enjoys increasingly widespread acceptance. 2. There are varied opinions about what constitutes porn. I know it when I see it, said Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart famously when he was asked to define pornography. His statement demonstrates a perennial problem. It is notoriously difficult to define pornography. What counts as sexually explicit material is both highly subjective and highly contested, and this was true of Barna's study. When teens, young adults, and adults are asked an open-ended question about what makes something cross the line into porn, the responses are varied and cover both form content and function intention for use. The top four indicators are all within a 2% range, with the most popular being something sexually explicit, 17%. Just as common as when something displays a sexual act, 16%, or sexual intercourse, 16%, followed closely by whether something intends to arouse the viewer, 15%, or contains full nudity, 11%. Five signs it's porn 3. One in three Americans seek out porn at least once a month. Measuring porn usage can be difficult, because living in a hypersexualized and pornified media culture means catching sight of explicit images with little or no effort. People often come across images they never intended to see through multiple inputs. That's why it was important to distinguish between those who view porn and those who seek it out. In other words, intention matters a lot. When we look at it this way, Focusing exclusively on intentional viewing, we find that between 6 and 12% of people aged 13 and older view porn daily, 14 to 21% view porn weekly, 13 to 19% view it once or twice a month, and 18 to 32% view it less often. Half, 49%, say they never seek out porn, and 17% say they have never come across it. One out of three Americans seek out porn for age. Gender and faith practice are the three biggest factors in frequent porn use. When looking closely at frequent porn users, those who seek out porn daily, weekly and monthly, we begin to see patterns emerge according to age, gender and faith practice. To begin with, men use porn more frequently than women by a wide margin. Twice as many male teens and young adults use porn than female teens and young adults, 67% compared to 33%, and four times as many male adults 25 plus use porn than female adults, 47% compared to 12%. Practicing Christians are more than three times less likely to use porn than other teens and adults, 13% compared to 42%, and young adults, 57%, are much more likely than both teens 37% or adults 25 plus 29% to be frequent porn users. Age, gender and faith practice are the three biggest factors in frequent porn use. 5. Young adults use more porn and are less likely to say it's bad for society. Among each of the generational groups, young adults 18 to 24 are the most frequent porn users. Almost 6 in 10 young adults, 57%, seek out porn either daily, weekly or monthly. 
This is compared to a little over one-third of teens 37%, and almost 3 in 10 adults 25 plus 29%. They are also the least likely to say that porn is very bad for society 14%. The next closest are Gen Zers at 24%, but the largest gap is a 23% differential between young adults and boomers 37% compared to 14%. Like teens, 16%, young adults, 17%, are also the least likely to say porn is, somewhat bad, for society. Young adults use more porn purchase the porn phenomenon. 6. Teens and young adults rank not recycling is more immoral than viewing porn. When asked to rank a series of action statements, lying, overeating, stealing, etc., according to a five-point scale, always okay, usually okay, neither wrong nor okay, usually wrong, and always wrong, teens and young adults rank, not recycling, is more immoral than viewing pornographic images. Combining the percentages of those who chose always and usually wrong for each statement, theft taking something that belongs to someone else, ranked number one at almost 9 in 10, 88%. Not recycling ranked number four at 56%, and porn was all the way down at number 9 with only a third, 32%, of teens and young adults ranking it as morally wrong. Teens and young adults rank not recycling as more immoral than viewing porn. 7. Most porn users say it doesn't bother them to use porn. When asked their feelings about porn use, a majority of adults, 54%, say it doesn't really bother them. Interestingly, Gen Zers and Boomers, both 54%, are the most unbothered by their porn usage. Young adults, 51%, and teens, 50%, follow closely, with elders appearing the most uncomfortable with their use, 47%. 54% of porn users say it doesn't bother them to use porn. 8. Very few adults feel a sense of guilt when they use porn. Sociopaths aside, Human beings tend to feel a sense of guilt when they do something they believe is wrong. When asked about how comfortable they feel about their porn use, only about 1 in 5 adults overall, 18%, report feeling much guilt. Generationally, teens are the most likely age segment to experience feelings of guilt, 38%, along with young adults, 21%. These are followed by elders, 17%, boomers, 15%, and Gen Zers, 14%. Interestingly, minorities, 24% non-white compared to 11% white practicing Christians, 29% compared with 12% of non-practicing Christians, and conservatives, 25% compared to 13% of liberals are significantly more likely to experience a sense of guilt compared to others. I feel a sense of guilt when I use poor 9. Most porn users are okay with how much porn they use, but practicing Christians are divided. Predictably, practicing Christians who seek out porn at least on occasion are much less comfortable than the general population with their porn use. About 2 in 5 say they are comfortable 39%, compared to nearly 7 in 10 among all teens and adults, 68%. They are also about twice as likely to say they'd like to stop, 40%, than to say they'd like to use less, 21%. Among the general population of teens and adults, 14% say they want to use porn less, and 18% would rather not use it at all. 10. Few adults are actively trying to stop using porn. 
There are a number of effective approaches to combating porn use, accountability groups, counseling, filtering software, etc., but very few adults have either tried to break their habit in the past, or are actively fighting to break their habit now. When the general population are asked whether they have tried to stop using porn, but have been unable to, or started again, only 9% say so. The rate is almost double among practicing Christians, 16%, but still remains fairly low overall. When asked whether they are currently trying to stop using porn, 9% of the general population agree, while a much larger 19% of practicing Christians say they are currently working to kick their habit. Trying to stop what the research means, one of the primary themes we saw emerging in our research are these generational differences, says Roxanne Stone, editor-in-chief at Barna Group and one of the lead analysts on the study. There are wide gaps between how younger and older generations not only behave toward porn, but also what they believe about porn. Much of these changing views and behaviors are likely the result of context, continues Stone. Teens and young adults are living in an environment where porn is more acceptable, and more ubiquitous than ever before. As access to pornography has increased, the stigma toward it has seemingly decreased. There is just a general assumption that people are using porn, especially among teens and young adults. And this assumption is not a negative one. When it comes to watching pornography, teens and young adults aren't getting accountability from their friends, they are getting peer pressure. While it may seem crazy that younger generations see not recycling as a greater evil than watching pornography, it's also true that not recycling, as well as most of the other activities ranked above pornography, has a societal impact, points out Stone. Watching pornography, on the other hand, is perceived by many as simply an individual choice. Affecting no one but me. Yet when it comes to assessing porn's impact on society more broadly, people are more apt to hold a negative view. Which presents an interesting paradox of belief. Porn is fine for individuals but bad for society. Today, pornography enjoys a great deal of moral ambiguity, Stone continues. But there is hope that the cultural tide will shift and that the dangers and consequences of pornography will re-stigmatize both its consumption and production. For now, porn is everywhere and is likely to stay that way particularly considering its widespread acceptance and demand. This presents a significant challenge to the church, and we must respond. However, culture warring, moral panic, has done almost nothing to curb the use of porn or change people's perceptions of it, Stone concludes. We require a new model of social engagement, one marked by joy, grace, and hope. The porn phenomenon is not a time for apocalyptic and hysterical rhetoric, but an opportunity to advance the life-giving messages of the gospel. The Porn Phenomenon study was produced in partnership with Josh McDowell Ministry. Barna conducted four online surveys in July and August 2015 for the study, with a total sample of 2,771 participants. These quantitative studies were preceded by qualitative research in the form of an open-ended online survey with 32 adults and 20 pastors on the topics of pornography and sex addiction. This qualitative research served to inform the development of subsequent survey tools and to provide context for interpreting the findings in the final data. Barna conducted five online surveys in July and August 2015 for the Porn Phenomenon Research Study 
among a total sample of 3,771 participants. In a survey among U.S. teens and young adults, 813 participants between the ages of 13 and 24 were recruited and surveyed through a national consumer panel. The panel is nationally representative by age, gender, region and socioeconomic grade. The sample error on this survey is plus or minus 3.4 percentage points at the 95% confidence level. In a general U.S. population survey, 1,188 adults 25 years and older were recruited and surveyed separately through a national consumer panel. The panel is nationally representative by age, gender, region and socioeconomic grade. The sample error on this survey is plus or minus 2.8 percentage points at the 95% confidence level. In a survey of U.S. clergy, 338 Christian youth pastors and 432 Christian senior pastors were recruited and surveyed through publicly available lists and email invitations. The data was weighted to be nationally representative of churches by denomination, church size and region. The sample error on the youth pastor survey is plus or minus 5.2 percentage points at the 95% confidence level. The sample error on the senior pastor survey is plus or minus 4.7 percentage points at the 95% confidence level. In a separate survey on views about sex and women, a total of 1,000 interviews were conducted among U.S. adults 18 years and older. The panel is nationally representative by age, gender, region and socioeconomic grade. Minimal statistical weighting was used to calibrate the sample to known population percentages in relation to demographic variables. The sample error in this survey is plus or minus 3.0 percentage points at the 95% confidence level.